Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Hope you're doing well, because uh, things are going well here in the Boggy Talk studio, uh, here in our very fancy studio digs. Very fancy studio. In, uh, the former uh, groping room of the music. What'd you call it? The groping room. I thought you got it in the groping room. No, no, like, that's not a... Not no, too soon in SBC life to say anything like that. Robing room. Robing room, which robing also room. sounds creepy. Yeah, yes, that's where the choir robes used to be. Oh, that's not creepy. Yeah, the choir yeah, yeah. robes. So, yeah, there you yeah, go. Depending on your denominational background, robing room could be... <laughs> really creepy <laughs> that would be know. yeah but uh yeah do you know all right do you get to go to the second level or third level of baptist heaven if you are oh in the man room? i think that's the third level down actually oh, okay okay <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's yeah. mid-october man man we're rolling getting ready for you need to put um, the green screen behind us and we, we could be should. like on a beach we could be like the beach we could have fall leaves behind us because that's the only way you're seeing I fall leaves in to Florida. get you to film record boggy talk on location last week and you told me no i said that's just gonna be too much to edit the, my, the sound quality so i know yeah yeah, it's just I was it. like, I was but like, it's a I cool have, idea. You're like, but I actually idea. have to do work for I, that idea, James. I have so. no extra time to do any extra things. So yes, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, we should get a green screen, and then we could put, yeah, we could put fall leaves behind at Christmas time. We could put like snow in the window. Again, things we don't get mm. to experience mm. in Florida. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to go. Christmas time. Man. I, I that cool excited. in there is like, all right, it's just here a we tease. Go. It's here just it's going to get hot again probably in a week, and then it'll get officially fall. I think, but yeah, it's almost like hot on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, yeah, we've got Fall Festival coming up, which we is do. exciting, so yep. register for it's that. two weeks from tomorrow. Um, and there's been fun things happening, exciting things, good things happening. How about man? those awesome families on oh, Sunday night, man? man? those family dedications get me every time. Man, every, some power. Every time there's, some there's power a little in tearing names. up going. And we've got some, yeah, some Adoption incredible stories, yeah, redemption incredible, stories. Just incredible stories from family family dedications. And we have a question about that. We'll talk about that later on. Uh, and yeah. And then we prayed for the Jeffersons in service as they That's begin right, their orientation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this coming week, Laura Jones Moingo is going to be with us from Uganda, which is pretty mm-hmm. exciting. So mm-hmm. she'll get to share, uh, lunch. And budget Q and a, which yeah, is exciting. And then budget Q and a, <laughs> that is exciting to like nine to go people. to lunch with Laura Jones or the budget Q and a's and, yeah. uh, the budget Q and a's are good and they're necessary. And I, and it's, but uh, not, not quite as exciting. I actually really like that because like sometimes the budget Q and A's or whatever Q and A could be awkward where people just linger around, but I'm going to be able to say like, Hey, go to the budget Q and A and ask your question and then head to lunch. Yeah. So like versus just like everybody lingering around, like, yeah, yeah. you know, it'll be good. Anyway. I mean, linger if you want, you have every right. You're a member. <laughs> yeah, but that's right. Ask. Do you, have to, ask. do you have to, <laughs> do you have to, do you have to, let let it what does that song mean? I have no idea. I'm trying to. Is I'm it bad? The rest of it, it probably. Probably is bad. It probably, pretty probably much every song that. has some meaning like that. Yeah, yeah sorry. Like, eh, yeah. Oh, well. 90s rap at least tells you what that's that meaning is. <laughs> they're not trying to hide the <laughs> No, message. they're not. All right. Well, all right. speaking of all that. Speaking of all this not, great not stuff, speaking of all that, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, no connection. So uh, that's what we're talking about today in Boggy Talk is missions. How oh, are we yeah. engaged? Why are we engaged? What do we do? Uh, and so let's talk about it because these are questions that people ask a lot. How are you, how's Church on Bayshore involved in missions? What's kind of your philosophy on missions? What's the importance of that? Uh, and, and people want to know, so mm-hmm. we want to talk about it. We do. So long pause and <laughs> yeah. let's talk about it. Yeah. We didn't really say how, so how are we going to start this conversation? I'll just start with like not assuming here Yeah. and let's just pretend I'm, I'm going to talk to you like you're a kindergartner, you know, and the whole mm. Michael Scott thing. So it's like staff meeting. Like I'm, a kindergartner. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I haven't been in staff meeting lately, so, you know, I think that's somebody else, but, um, I, 
want to make sure you understand the reason we are on mission uh, is because our desire as the people of God is to see the glory of God. Preach. I mean, God's desire is for his glory to be on display. And um, his glory is most clearly on display through the redemption of humanity. Mm. And um, so our lives should be proclaiming that gospel message that brings redemption and then also living in a way that's, that's, that's redemptive of our surroundings and circumstances. And so, um, you know, we want to, it's both service and gospel proclamation. You can't, the people that say preach the gospel and when necessary use words, that's, that's not good because we're called to preach the gospel according to Romans 10, but also the people who just preach the gospel and make converts and then aren't serving are not doing what God's called them to do. So, so it's this, it's this, I, I would just say, and, and I don't want to assume if we're reading and studying the Bible and the Holy Spirit is in us, I think God begins to shape our hearts mm -hmm. to want to see God's glory on display through the redemption of humanity individually and then through um, the collective work. And so that's why uh, missions is a priority in our church. And we, you know, not perfectly, but if the Bible says it and emphasizes it over and over again, we're going to do it. And so... That's why we're doing it. And so um, that's probably where I stop and I delegate yeah. to our pastor of worship and missions. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, so maybe you could says, take it from there. Jesus says, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing that's them in right. the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all the commands. And then his promise is, lo, I am with you always. To we the all end say low, even lo, though we don't have the rest of it. Not, yeah, lo, lo, I in am the NASB, it does say low. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So get low, I would get go, low, get low. Yes. Not the same. That's not in the NASB. That's not in the NASB. No, he didn't say that. Yes. <laughs> that's the message remix. Yeah, version. that's right. That's right. Um, so, I mean, it goes back to what you said, like our discipleship essentials, worship, grow, serve, give, reach. You know, these are these are not either or. These are marks of a disciple. Right. So if that's we're right. growing in Christ and we're growing in our affection for him and we're studying scriptures, we're going to see his commands. And then we want to share what we know. So uh, what we've experienced, the salvation we have in Christ, we want to share that. So uh, I think of missions in terms of there's a lot of... Um, both and instead of either or, because a lot mm -hmm. of times people are like, well, is missions local or is it global? Yes. Is it serving or is it evangelism? Yes. It, yes, exactly. It's both keep and. Keep on, I'll keep these. saying yes. Uh, what other things can I come up with? So we, we talked about the importance of it, and I guess we can really talk about there's there's different strategies, there's different mm -hmm. ways. And mm -hmm. so, you know, as leading our missions and community outreach uh, teams, you know, one of the things we want to keep in front of us as a church and in front of our church uh, as a whole is that, you know, it is this both and, and the gospel is always the goal, no matter what means of service or acts we are doing. We want the name of Jesus to be known. We want mm -hmm. people to to come to know him in saving faith. So because uh, one day it will every knee will bow and every yes, tongue will confess. Exactly. And so that we, Jesus Christ is exactly. Lord, the glory and of God so the we want people to know him. Uh, so uh, it is local. It is global. Uh, it is serving in benevolence. Uh, and sometimes, you know, I'll use benevolence as a ministry. We have, you know, this this church has been, is, has been, is, and will, by God's grace, continue to be very generous in our community uh, in meeting specific needs. Now, not every need that gets met in benevolence leads to the opportunity to present the gospel. But that is the goal. And we always, you know, our, our benevolence volunteers make that a point. And sometimes it does lead to that. And it leads to people coming, getting connected to church. But that is always hmm. the goal. The goal is not just to do nice things so that we feel good. The goal is how does this help us make Jesus known? So you transfer that to something global. Um, you know, we 
are going to share uh, some exciting things this coming Sunday about a feeding program in Uganda. And because we're a part of the ministry with Laura Jones Wango and the feeding program with Heinz Uganda and One More Child. Um, so would it be good? Would we be good stewards to only do a feeding program? Well, possibly. But the, the goal is, is that this feeding program is providing sustenance for children who are, who then it provides the opportunity to mm-hmm. provide the gospel mm-hmm. to them as mm-hmm. well. So there are needs that need to be met that ultimately lead to the opportunity to address the greatest spiritual need. So you'll have some people, you're going to ask something. Well, I was just going to say, you know who is a great uh, person to learn from on this? Who? Uh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and the paralytic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He tells the paralytic, your sins are forgiven. Yeah. And then he tells the paralytic, get up and walk. Yeah. It's both. Right. He says the greatest need is the forgiveness of mm-hmm. sins, but then he also meets the physical need. And um, that's the that's 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 the model. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. absolutely. We don't have the power to do it the way Jesus does necessarily, you know, because yes. he doesn't always. I mean, we do mm-hmm. have the power, but we don't know the will always. Right. But we want to try. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, there are there are some, you know, people who would say, well, it's just a, it's just about the gospel. Well, I'm like. We, I agree. It is about mm-hmm. the gospel. But what they mean is we don't need to worry about meeting other needs because we need to focus on the greatest need. The greatest need is lostness and them not knowing Jesus going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is the greatest need. We all have all of humanity. We, yeah, that is the greatest need. But how are you going to get that opportunity? That you know, that's right. Come on. Uh, you, you were yawning as I said that yeah, too. Yeah. So. Sorry. That's just because the time of day, <laughs> it's, not it's because exactly. of your story. And we had to make some coffee, yeah, but yeah. it's, you know, sometimes it takes it, you know, Jesus met physical needs too. You know, he, okay. he healed, you know, he did things that gave you know, the, that led to the greater, the greater salvation, you know, the, the greater stuff led to salvation, the greater work. And so we have to, leverage those opportunities. And I think a lot of times people, um, who say it's just about evangelism and we can neglect the other things. It's because they don't really want to invest in people and walk the long haul with people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, on the other side, you know, and, there's another side of that dude, too. Dude, they don't really mean that with your kids, all you care about them Except in Jesus, so you yeah. don't feed them, you yeah, don't exactly. give them, you don't, I mean, really you don't when you, make yeah. sure they go to school. I mean, 100%. maybe there's some people out there. So just come on. Yeah, that's, that's trash. Exactly. Sorry. It's, I'm not saying really, you're trash for thinking yeah, that way, but that's yeah, but just not is. good but thinking. You go to the vice versa, like, who are like, well, we should just, we doesn't need to worry. Like we just need to do good things. And you know, and they're hanging around middle schoolers too much. I just call something trash. <laughs> so, but yeah, you those trash. Hands up. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. But you know, there's others who would go this way the complete opposite way and say, we just only need to do good things and just do good. And then that's, then those things are, really insufficient. You That's know? right. That's right. And I think I go back to a memory that really impacted me when I was in college, we were at a conference and there, it was in the winter time and there was a man, you know, shivering outside and he was homeless and, you know, here's hundreds of college students walking by and, you know, he was really a millionaire. Yeah. He, maybe he was, no, I don't I'm just know. Kidding. You know that story, right? The guy <laughs> no. I was, uh, no, you know, everybody like, and then he came in and he was really a millionaire. Oh. He was really the preacher. No. I'm like, That's kind of a weird uh, thing. Anyway, no, go ahead. Keep but going. It's Sorry. Like, you know, I remember one of my friends, like we gave him a Bible and stopped and pray with him. But also that, that was good, but he, he needs help too. Like he Mm -hmm. needs 
heat and he needs, you know, his greatest need is the gospel. Uh, but I remember in that moment feeling so powerless because I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to live. I don't live in the city. I'm leaving. And what can I do right now? I can buy him food, uh, and we can talk to him and pray with him, but you're just feeling so powerless. And what I'm saying is all those things are good and all those things are Mm -hmm. necessary. And you want them all to go to lead the God, Mm -hmm. to lead, to share the gospel. So as a church, that's our goal mm -hmm. is like, let's, how do we dig in with the partnerships we've got uh, to to really leverage it for the glory of God so that mm-hmm. people know Jesus Christ? Yeah, so so you were preaching there, by the way, bro. I know, sorry. It's like I, this I is passionate to you. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, why don't you run through quickly what we do and why we do it? Man, we Like do. big picture, so I mean, we got obviously. Four, so four priorities is local and global church planting uh, because Jesus uh, commissioned the church to carry the gospel. So we want to do that locally and globally. Uh, yeah, and we want to multiply what God's doing here. Yeah. And the best way to do that is plant more churches and yeah. strengthen other churches. Yeah. So if you think about like, those are our priorities. So I think about like our pastors in South Asia that we're supporting, they are planting churches. They are reaching unreached people, people who've never heard the name of Jesus uh, and, and planting Bible study groups that are turning into churches. And then yeah. locally in this area, we're doing that uh, through, through church plants and, you know, with, uh, uh, one community church in New York City. That's a strategic uh, city, New York City. Uh, that's uh, is a city. I've never heard city. of it. You never, you don't know where New York is. <laughs> no. uh, it's a small town. Okay, okay, <laughs> it's this okay. Up and coming okay. uh, city, uh, <laughs> but you know it's been identified name as a, a send city, and so we are focused. I think on I want to be a there. part of it. Yeah, yeah, be a part of New York. Mm, there New you York, go. New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make so, a brand new start. Uh, of it. There you go. Okay, you can just reinvent yourself and start over. Mm. Um, I'm just singing the song. I know. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I, was, right. I was I was blanket on some lyrics. So start spreading the news. I start spreading the news. Start I'm spreading leaving the news. today. There you go. So okay. um, <laughs> I'll, I'll start singing it. Okay. Anyway, um, so New York City, Pillar yeah. Church, and then, uh, Crestview, you know, Anchor yeah, Church. Exactly. And um, and then you know beyond church uh, planting, we support missionaries. We, we have uh, th- four families from our church that we are supporting. Uh, and Hamilton, Stokes, Moyingo, and, and the Jeffersons. Jeffersons, that's the right. Jeffersons, yep. newly, newly commissioned. commissioned mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, uh, and we are, you know, we will continue to look for other opportunities to support um, our, what we call our compassion ministries, you know, carry. We get about nine emails a day from Yes, missionaries, from all different places. Yes. So uh, James 127, caring for orphans and widows uh, in their distress. And uh, Leviticus 19.10 identifies sojourners, refugees, and uh, the poor. And so our compassion ministries that help us, Mm -hmm. give us opportunities to share the gospel. Uh, And then um, just being involved in the community and our local engagement here, serving our city, being involved. That was a piece of serve day is just serving other organizations and serving our city, uh, building bridges that give us the opportunity as a church to share the gospel, uh, individuals from our church to share the gospel. Um, and so, yeah, we that's kind of what we do. And we partner, you know, with, as a Southern Baptist church, we give the cooperative program. So what is that? There's like 200 and- $50,000 in the budget for that. What is that? Yes, man? the cooperative program. I'm so glad you asked. Don't you know what the cooperative program is, Pastor? I'm just kidding. I know you know what it is. But this is a cooperative program. That's right. Is that fun, Boggy we, we are cooperating together to make this. Uh, and that is essentially program. what the cooperative program does for Southern Baptist churches. Uh, all Southern Baptist churches uh, give the cooperative program, which funds missions, which funds seminary education. Uh, it funds uh, the the ER. LC, I'm getting that that mm-hmm. in the right order. Uh, so when you give the cooperative program, we give it to the Florida Baptist mm-hmm. Convention, and 50.5% uh, of that goes to uh, 
out of the state, 49.5% yeah, stays uh, in the state. Oh, no, state, out of the state. In yeah, the yeah. state, yeah. yeah. You're right, you're right. And so when that goes to the Southern Baptist Convention, that 50, 50.5%, uh, 50% of that goes to fund the International Mission Board, which represents uh, 36% of the IMB's budget. So, uh, and then uh, 22-ish percent goes to the North American Mission Board. You have 22% going to the seminaries, 2.99% going to the SBC operating, and one65 to the ERLC. So what that means like for the IMB is that 36% of their budget is met through cooperative program giving. That's not a, that's only a third of their budget. Mm-hmm. So it's a little over, more than a third. Just yeah. So you just, know, you know, it's 36%. Yeah. Checking your you know, there, there you go. <laughs> 36 over 100 reduces down. So to, if that's the case, then Justin, why did we reduce our CP giving percentage? We did that so that we could be more engaged in specific church plants and missions. And so okay. we didn't decrease our missions giving, but we, uh, over the past three years, 0.5% each year down to 8% to the cooperative program, which still puts us well above most churches yes, uh, that's true. in terms of the percentage of giving. And 1.5% is dedicated specifically to church planting. And the reason we... Southern Baptist Church Southern planting. Baptist Church planting, yes, to be clear. Uh, and the reason we did that is because we as a church are now more engaged in church planting. So the cooperative program is beautiful in that it means churches can do more together than we can apart. Uh, but it also can mean that churches can, not all churches do, can more easily abdicate the responsibility That's that right. all just churches have. write a check, have, right? You know, just to write a check and send it off. Like and, some members of our church, <laughs> which keep writing the check. Yeah, but yeah, you but, know, it but helps. we'd rather you budget. also be with that. Be so with then it, we're yeah. giving less money to the IMB? Is that what you're saying? No, we're actually giving what? more to the IMB because... Tell I, me more. I will tell you more. So <laughs> last year, uh, you know, the IMB, 50% of their budget comes from the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. And so because of the generosity of this church, uh, we gave $125,000 directly to the IMB, oh, in addition to what goes to them through our wow. cooperative program giving, because we believe in making disciples of all nations. And so we were able to do that because of the generosity of this church and the people uh, and pr- the prioritization of it through our missions MLT to say, hey, we this is where it needs to go because this is a priority of the church. So it makes a bigger impact. And what we said with the 1.5%, if like we as a church, if we are engaging directly with the church plant, then we would give that to the cooperative program. It doesn't stay in our in our bank or savings it's so in essence by doing this we're giving more to missions than we ever have you are and i know you have a few more things to say but you are emphasizing the two things that were important to me in all this one i want us to continue to give more to missions Mm -hmm. and we are by the strategy we have and two i wanted us to be more engaged in our missions partnerships and we are Uh, a lot of thanks to you but also thanks to our strategic uh emphasis on allocating money towards this and i would just say that like there's no perfect way of doing this. Right. Um, but, you know, I think having a way is better than no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think it's pretty it's working pretty well mm-hmm. as we've evaluated. So we we've went over on time on topic. Yeah, but I know you probably have a couple. So I could talk for a I long know, time. About I know you probably so have a couple uh, like, you things you want to add <laughs> to that. So, yeah, I don't I only hear you get this passion about missions and uh, Austin P football. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Okay, exactly. Oh, uh, Georgia. Yeah. Pickleball. Football. There you go. Pickleball. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I haven't played that in a while. Still haven't played it. I hurt my Achilles. Yeah, that's that. why yeah. I haven't played that's it. That's right. I hear all the old people. <laughs> hey, right thanks. All right, so lot. yeah, wrap this up. Um, yeah, so I just say this is being on mission. Like we say, one of our base values is the church doesn't do missions. We are on mission. 
And we say that because we, missions is not a program of the church. Missions is the heart of the church. We we are a people who are called to make disciples, and everybody is called to be a part. That is right. part of being a follower of Jesus is making his name known. Mm-hmm. That looks different for some people. For some people, it does mean you need you, God is going to call you. He has called you to move. And, you know, go. We want to help you. Yep. We want to support you. you. Uh, for those, for some, it means being more strategically engaged and intentional in our neighborhoods mm-hmm. and our workplaces. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. want to equip and help with that. I would just say, like, I, I said this in staff meeting last week as we were sharing some of the good things that uh, we've been able to be. You weren't there. there so yeah. it was it was my my time <laughs> I wasn't to a say joke. I whatever really I wanted to say. Like... But I um, <laughs> just said, you're in my world now. <laughs> That's right. It's my meeting. James isn't here. Um, and and well, several people weren't there, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, because somebody else would have done No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, all right. Sorry. Sorry. So I just said that, you know, it was sharing some of the great things that we've been able to to be involved with, talking about our church plants, uh, church, the pastors supported in, in South Asia, uh, the work in Uganda, the meals we're able to provide, um, and just some of the fruit of Serve Day and just what God has done as this church has said that the church, not the, not just us, like the church has seized the vision of, of building the kingdom, not just grow to church, but building the kingdom. And that God just believe God absolutely blesses that. And we could have kept a, a lot more resources mm-hmm. and made things mm-hmm. a lot nicer here, mm-hmm. uh, invested could've. in more technology yep, and production. And, and we want to. And we need to, and in some levels, to keep, you know, keep up and progress. And we, you know, try to make those, uh, you know, we're supposed to be, we're called to be uh, sh- uh, shrewd in our stewardship, you know, as, as leaders, like we want to do that. Um, but God just blesses it. And hasn't he blessed this church so mm-hmm. much, you mm-hmm. know, in so many ways uh, as we've been able to say, yeah. Lord, just let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's our prayer. That's Seek our desire. first his kingdom and his righteousness and all, all these things, will be, these things will be added And all. we do, like, I would just say my closing thought here is here is because the argument comes from the people are like, well, the buildings and the staff and all that. And it's like, those things always make noise. Right. The staff always makes yeah. noise, right? And the listen, buildings we're always all, make we're noise. We're all tired. So, when, I mean, we're all like, yeah, we need help. But and, but we have to, as a church, constantly be saying missions. I mean, we, we, we have to recognize that as the American church, the way we do church is administrative and mm-hmm. personnel heavy. Yeah. And so we can't like let off the gas towards missions. Right. And I mean, we're trying for 50-50 in terms of our total giving. Right. You know, it seems impossible, but we also recognize like, hey, that's going to keep us pushing in this direction. Yeah, absolutely. So, and there's yeah. something about like, and I think one of the things that's, that God has used is that so many people now are involved. Yes. And when you're involved and you see it firsthand, mm-hmm. it, it changes you. Mm-hmm. It changes your life. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm, this is on short term trips. This is long term. This is global trips. This is serving on when you you see the impact. It's like going and serving in kids ministry. When you actually go in there and see what's happening and you're like, man, OK, this is this is tiring, but it's so mm-hmm. worth it. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same mm-hmm. way going and being involved in some of these partnerships. It's just, it changes you and, and God uses it to, to mm-hmm. give us a kingdom perspective. That's what we want. I still have the visual though of you saying, this is my meeting. <laughs> I just can't ever imagine <laughs> you saying that. So, All right. Well, we got some uh, questions, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, first question is why do we do family dedications and uh, how is this different from like infant baptism and how is this different from like what we have done, what churches sometimes do on Sunday mornings. I mean, that's a good question. Why do we do family dedications? 
Well, how it differs from infant baptism is it isn't an infant baptism. Um, <laughs> there is no water involved. Yeah, except for afterwards at the reception. Yes, I mean some folks treat an infant baptism like a dedication, Correct. right? But the point of the infant baptism is this belief uh, that um, either uh, you're washing away original sin, and you know, really until this kid gets older, like bringing them into the church, or it's this belief that this is a sign of the covenant because they're born to you. Uh, they are uh, a part of you know God's church. We believe that that's an individual decision that a child makes when they're older. Um, and that's why we're even hesitant with some of our younger kids who can right. articulate the gospel, uh, ultimately putting the responsibility on their parents. So, so family dedications for us is not about that child's faith. A parent-child dedication or family dedication to us is those parents before their church mm -hmm. family saying, we vow before God to do everything we can uh, to raise this child to see the gospel uh, through our words and through the way we live our lives. And we need your help, church. Yeah. And our church is then saying, we make the commitment to partner with you mm -hmm. in that. And so we dedicate this child uh, to the Lord. So, um, and I think, you know, I think it's a great, great yeah. moment. And you're celebrating the gift of that child. Oh, you yeah, always hear that, whether it's life. adoption, birth, oh. I mean, it's powerful. There's a little bit of story in yeah. ours now, and I think it's always really great. Yeah, what I love about how we do this and how um, Lucas and his team, Michael, how they plan this is that, you know, each parent shares kind of their desire, uh, kind of what they, maybe it's a story of how they named their child or what they prayed for for their child or just their inten their intentional plan of how they want to disciple. It's just mm -hmm. a beautiful time. There's always a few tears shed because it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. picture of I'm the just church. waiting for the person to say, he was our mistake by the lake, you oh. know, or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're so I think they'll be more tactful than that, don't you think? Uh, like they, we weren't expecting. Yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah, mean. Yeah, they you know, say yeah. we weren't it's just unplanned yeah. in our timing, but yeah, planned yeah. by God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, is, like, yeah. What okay. is not known? We all know what you us. mean there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm not exactly. gonna say even on Boggy Talk, what else oh, that could mean. Uh we have another question. <laughs> okay. I don't know that we have another question. We did have another question. I didn't write one down. Um I sent it to you, but I forgot. So I'm pulling it up right now. Here we go. Here we are in anticipation of My this question. My thoughts to Justin. Justin, what were you thinking? Oh, wrong email. Wrong <laughs> email. Um, <laughs> Why did you do that Sunday? Uh, oh, no. That, that was all. That, that was, was all. It, that all was, right. it hey, was two questions. It all was right. two questions in one. Okay. okay there we go. So, uh, compound question. Well, I have a lot of questions for you. Okay. Bring for it. our game. Since we're talking about missions and uh, all that, I thought I'd uh, just do a little bit. It's not really trivia, but it kind of is. Uh, I want to see how good you are at these things that I know you're not going to get right. Uh, about <laughs> world travel. Okay. So here we go. I was about to say, are we so, having a basketball contest? First I'm of all, this two-part question. How many ancient wonders of the world are there? Seven? Seven ancient wonders of the world. I have no idea what they are, but I know there's seven. Okay. Pyramids? How many of them? All right, it's three questions. Seven. How many of them are still standing? Uh, three. One. One. Okay. Ooh. What were the seven ancient wonders of the world? Pyramids. Great Pyramid of Giza, which is standing, right? And there is uh, something in Mexico, right? Like the... Maybe that's the modern. I have I literally I have no clue. I'm just going to start making yeah, no, stuff that's, up. Yeah, that's 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 not that's <laughs> that's modern. So there's, you don't know any of them. Kind of garden. I yeah, mean, the I, hanging gardens. Hanging gardens. Of okay, there you go. Babylon. Um, so the, many of these are referenced in the Bible too. Which is I probably cool. I don't I don't know that I this was history was a long time ago. But what so. about? But you're a you're a pastor. Yeah, and you know. Uh, <laughs> So uh, if I what, were studying oh, for so a sermon, I, I would. Notice. I have been talking about one several times. In it's in 
What book of the Bible are we in? We are in the book of Ephesians. So something in Ephesus. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. You've mentioned it. I listened to your sermons multiple sure you times. Do. The Every Temple Sunday. of Artemis. Oh, yeah, the okay. Temple. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, and um, then you have... It's got to be something else in Greece, the Colossus right? of Rhodes. You have the Statue of Zeus at Olympia. Uh, okay. And then you have Mausoleum at Halicarnassus oh, and the yeah, Lighthouse of Alexandria. Okay, wow. Yeah, not as cool. The 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 better ones, the newer ones are cooler. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do want to see the pyramids. At some I point would in my love life. to see the pyramids, but I hear like it's it's kind of disappointing because it's of the of the urban sprawl from Cairo. Yeah, but, I know. You know. Yeah. I would still love to see it. Yeah, me too. I saw the Eiffel Tower like from the airplane, and that was good for me. The Eiffel Tower is really cool, and then it's 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 simultaneously really interesting and disappointing because it's. You know, you just have this like it's the Eiffel Tower, but then it's just like oh, and there it is, and it's not as big as you expect. Yeah, I mean, but it, it feels big because it's the the skyline around it isn't that big. Yeah, but anyway, I the Leaning Tower piece it was the same like. Oh, yeah. oh. Did you take a picture by, like pretending to hold it up? Did I think you do that? so. Yes, okay. and I ate pizza like in the courtyard. Of yeah, I do have a picture of me like pretending to hold the Eiffel Tower in my hand because oh, that's man. what you do. What are the five? That's what mo- Americans do, at least. <laughs> what are the five most populated countries in the world? Number China, one, India. Uh, number India one is now one. Yep, you're uh, right. China. Yeah. Uh, United States is one now. It's six. Oh no. Mm. Um. Ooh. Okay. Those two. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna Japan. Nope. Not. Mm-mm. Really. It's the most. It's one of the most densely populated. Densely populated. I thought it had. I thought it was close to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay. After that. I'm going to be stuck. India, China. Um, thinking about, I'm thinking land size. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm I'm done. Pakistan. I'm done. Really? Mm-hmm. No it's way. number five, yeah. Wow, that's new. Bangladesh. No. Okay. And Indonesia. Okay, Indonesia. I had no idea that those, mm-hmm. that's got to mm-hmm. be new, new information since I was in school. Um, and then... Um, Oh, wait. This other one has the United States as number five instead of Bangladesh. Oh, so it was conflicting. It was, it yeah, was I should have just done in the most the US. Like, yeah, we got to yeah. be the top five. Yeah, I know. Brazil's up there. Russia's yeah, up there. Nigeria say- is up there. Okay. Mexico's up there. And then you start dropping down pretty significantly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I once saw the U- U.S. was up there, high yeah. up there, too. But, yeah. uh, but Pakistan. I, that's yeah. surprising to me yeah, just because of the land size. I, that, yeah, that it's the third too. most populated in Asia. Okay. God, yeah, so, I know, so densely right? populated, I'm sure. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yes. Right. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Okay. Most visited cities in the world. I'm so most, most amount of tourists go there. Um, Paris. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Tokyo. Nope. Um, uh, London. Yep. Uh, Rome. Nope. Athens? Nope. All right. I'm going to guess uh, a Cairo? Nope. Oh. Okay. You've got Paris and London so far. How so many in the am I US, what city do you think is the most Oh, New visit? York. Yeah. New York. No, Los Angeles. I was Small town about, of New York. I wasn't okay. thinking about And then America. there's a Middle Eastern country that is uh, in there. Dubai? Yep. And then there is one uh, Far Eastern country. What city? Sorry. Not these are cities. Beijing? Uh, nope. No. Oh. S- same country, though, sort of. See, that should help you know. Shanghai. Nope. Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Well, I, was, that's a, I, said, I thought it was a country or no, a, ter- it's a territory. It's an island. It's a city. Okay, there you go. What are the five busiest airports in the country? Atlanta's in the world? number one. Yeah. No, uh, is it in the world? 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, O'Hare, yeah. Chicago. I'm going to go with Singapore. It's not Chicago. O'Hare is not. It has okay. the most flights, but it's not. Okay. I'm going to go with Singapore because of all the connections that happen there. Oh, wait, this is out of order. Oh, see. You, this is messed what up. What kind of quiz do you oh, Here have? we go. Okay. All right. Number one, Atlanta. Got it. Sorry. All right. Um, oh, Chicago is number four. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, the top four in the U.S. I'm about to say New York or uh, not LaGuardia. But there's two, so never mind. Los Angeles is going to be one. Nope. It's no, six. really? Mm-hmm. Uh, so one Houston, is Atlanta. Dallas. Two is Dallas. Okay. Three is, this is crazy. I would have never known this. Uh, Seattle. Uh, no, Russell Wilson lives there. Denver? Yes, Denver. Aren't you impressed I knew that Russell then Wilson lived Chicago, there? Chicago, and then... It's going to be somewhere. Emirates. Oh, that does make sense. That's Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, yeah Dubai. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Goodness gracious. Okay, sorry. Mm. Okay, mm. last last two All categories. Right, here we and go. This is um, the countries with the largest Christian populations. Okay, now define. By percentage, yeah. sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right. No, this is by number. This not is by not number, like the sorry. largest, like by girth. But. By number, yeah. <laughs> by number, yeah, yeah. Okay. United States. Yes. Uh, so, so interestingly, this is, this is a good discussion. In 2015, uh, it was 76% Christian in the U.S., which, again, that doesn't mean 76% right. are, are actually Christian, Christian, yes. Which is 10% of the world's populations. Mm-hmm. By 2060, uh, the uh, population is uh, expected to go down to 63% wow, Christian. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, only to increase and only 8%, 0.6%. Okay, All right, the second highest number of Christians. Wise. No, no, number. Number, okay. Of Christians live um, in. Oh, that's a good question because my mind went to percentage-wise. And if we're going to go percentage-wise, I would go to Africa because Southern African nation, nations are um, considered m- majority Christian. Uh mm-hmm. South Korea is going to be up here at some point. Um, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I don't know because I'm having a hard time with some of the European countries because of oh, this so, is interesting to me. Brazil. Oh yeah, that so you gotta, make, you're not thinking Catholic, you know, because yeah, there's Catholic, you know. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Um, ooh, did he just say Catholics aren't Christians? <laughs> That's another boggy talk. Oh. Number three, Mexico. Yeah, makes sense. Number four, Russia. Russia. Orthodox. Again, yeah, because yeah. they're all Russian. And then number five, the Philippines. Christian. Oh, yeah. yeah, Philippines is not surprising there. Yeah, that makes your, sense. your highest percentage is the DR uh, of Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo, with ninety six percent. Yeah, I was going to say so, if you're going yeah. like number wise, percentage wise, it's going to be a lot of uh, African nations. Yes, you're right. Okay, so this is uh, the top five lowest percentage. Sorry, the top five lowest percentage of Christians. And this is 2020. So what country in the world has the lowest amount percentage of Christians? North Korea. Nope. That is number four. Okay. 6.1% of North Korea are Christians. Okay. Saudi Arabia? Nope. Oman? Nope. Um, Those are Libya? Probably. Nope. Okay. Tunisia? All right. <laughs> We're going so, the wrong direction here. Yeah, we're this is not going to go well. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> so number one is Afghanistan. Ah, uh, that was going back to the. I was going back to the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, Iraq, uh, Iran. Actually, there's there's several. There's a percentage of Christians in Iraq. I would say Iran would. It's be less a, than half of percent in of Afghanistan are Christians. Wow. Mm. Only listen to this. Only two point nine percent of Afghanistans, when surveyed, said they knew a Christian. Wow. That's, yes. that's sobering. 
Yes, right. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. just over half a percent is Mayette. Mm. Two small islands in between Madagascar and Mozambique. Wow. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Yep. yep. Just 0.5%. Wow. Okay. And then um, Mauritania mm-hmm. is up there. Another island. Yeah, that's, yep. uh, that's not, that's, um, I'm thinking of a different Yeah, it's, it's an island. Yeah, okay. you know, it's over there in the same place. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got that, that like area, yeah. just not evangelical it's, presence went yeah, to, and, and Muslims to. have went yep. there mm-hmm. now. Yep. So you got African folk religion mm-hmm. and there. And then fourth, uh, North Korea, it is less than 2% that yeah. identify as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit higher identify no a Christian probably because South Korean influence mm-hmm. you know, and then Algeria, yeah, Northern Africa, Western Sahara is up there, Somalia is up there, Turkey's all kind of in that yeah. area where you know there was Christian presence at some time, but you yeah. know the Muslim influence and Man, so, that's sobering. So yeah, and that's why we got to go. Like you know, that's why that's why we got to go. We got to go. We got to. We brought it full circle. That's why we got to end Boggy talk. We got to go. Like, and I, gotta, th- I think that's why we got it. We got to. It's not that. Mm. It's not that giving and going to places in Central America and doing good work is bad. Right. I it's just good. said it's good work, mm-hmm. but. It is. We have to prioritize. prioritize. Like, yeah, just like we would anything else. And, and so, like, you think about like I India, uh, um, you know, and you think about um, places in Middle East, and you think about China, and you think about all these places, and there's just places that are priority for Christians yeah. to care about what's right. going on there. Absolutely, because yeah. there, there is such vast lostness and no, no presence of the church, no yeah. gospel witness, uh, you know, or, or little gospel witness. So yeah, yeah, helping, assisting local believers, discipling and empowering and going. And the yeah. cities in the U.S. too, yeah, I mean. Absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. Well, um, man, that's sobering to think about those things mm, and uh, I should lead us to pray for the nations. Yeah. Uh, let's close on a let, prayer. Let's do it. And uh, a We're great living resource. On a prayer, living so on a prayer. Let's close, let's close on, a on a prayer. Hey, it, one last thing. Yeah, if you're sorry, looking for a great uh, resource uh, for praying for the nations, there uh, is a book. Justin's that number is, awesome. is 850. <laughs> That's right. I'll just pray kidding. anytime with you. Uh, but there's also an app called Operation World, a uh, good app to download, daily notification of people group to pray for or nation to pray for. Um, That's not like a Christian it. version of the game Operation where you like. <laughs> That's right. No, no yeah, exactly. You're not uh, dissecting the world. But you yeah. leave the stuff there and just give them That's the gospel. Right. That's so right. Still yeah, in there going, exactly. eh. yeah, that's right. That's okay. Right. Well, hey, let's pray. Lord, <laughs> we thank you that you uh, are are good and um, you came to this world, Jesus, so, um, so the people could know you and be saved. And so we pray that as those who are called by name, your sons and daughters, that we will be faithful in your plan uh, to take the gospel to the nations. Jesus, use us. We pray in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.